Folks, welcome to Yelling About Fat Tag. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Mr. Joel Miller. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy. We, ahoy we're drinking ahoy. some wine. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be a new thing for every podcast. I mean, I feel like it needs to but be a new thing for right every podcast. But right now, it feels right. That's all I know. I, when it, it feel, feels it, it was right. Like, it was like when we first met. And it was like just being enveloped in a warm hug or maybe like the first time anyone ever tried heroin. It just feels right. right, right. You know? And you're just like, this is my lifestyle. Now. Yeah, this is, this is exactly this what I know I'm going to do for the rest of my life. This is well, great. I mean, as we've spoken about at some length before on the podcast, normalizing lunch wine and or day wine in 2018 is, you know, it's one of our goals. It's uh, it's, you got to have goals in life. And, you know, in in terms of like. Just making your life better. What's better than some day I'd, wine? I'd like to say that think that like after today or before, or like the last podcast, like any time we see people drinking wine during lunch, that's because us. It's just because <laughs> right. of us. They're like, there's some fans. There's yeah, some fans yeah. over there. We look at them and they give us a nod, and we get we tip our caps <laughs> and we walk on our way, and well, everyone understands each other. I recently did a podcast called The Wine Situation. I was a guest, and uh, my whole like you had to like you have to bring a complaint. It's like wine. W-H-I-N-E. Uh, so you drink wine and you have a wine. Uh, clever. And my complaint was that lunch wine is not normalized in the United States as it is in other places. Far more advanced societies who we're, we're, regularly we're, drink we wine We are merely a 250-year-old society. We're young. We're, we're, the, we're the crazy 22-year-old on the block who's got a gun and everyone's a little <laughs> scared. But you're like, this guy's got a lot of money. But like, you know, older societies are just like, yeah, we're, we're going to maybe have a two-hour lunch. Drain some bottles. Take it easy. You know, that that's the kind of pace I'm trying to live my I'm, life at. I mean, I'm all I'm I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Was the podcast good? I haven't listened to it. The podcast is good. Won't. Shout out to the wine situation. It was very fun. I'll post some links uh when that episode goes up. I don't think it's up yet. But uh it's it was fun doing a wine podcast and that you of course drink wine during the podcast. So I think during recording that that's I was how like, they got this you is in what there. I'm yeah. trying to do. Yeah, they blatantly could. just gonna steal that move and maybe that's our thing now. Now we're just a wine podcast. <laughs> we're just a wine podcast. Welcome to the new raw wine podcast. Well, we're drinking orange wine, which is fucking good. Oh, yeah. This smells great. Tastes great. great. I've never been a big orange wine guy or even known what orange wine okay. is well, or what wines are Orange wine is actually, it's one of the oldest styles, but it, it has, you know, experienced a resurgence as of late with the natural wine movement. Right. But like Georgia, the country apparently has like the oldest wine tradition in the world, 5,000 years. And this is like... Orange wine is like a traditional Georgian thing. These big pots, like the amphora, they call them the quevery there. They bury them in the ground. They get the, ferment the wine, make it all funky. They leave the skins on. That's how you get the orange color. Okay. See it, you'll see it called skin contact wine sometime nice. on some menus, which is just a sexy name. I'm all about skin it's contact, just a baby. sexy ass name for a wine. That's what it contact. is. Uh, how was your weekend? I feel like I, week, I haven't week, seen you. We, we've week, both been so busy. Well, we actually, we went to the Kroner Burger pop-up on friday yes and then well we had two lunches right and many glasses of wines actually right. we went to helen's first at right where in, in the back of john and vinnie's mm-hmm. then we went to the Cronenberger pop-up and ate everything i, oh, ate a I lot. love how john and vinnie's were just like we're gonna put a tiny wine store in the back of our restaurant and like, it's fucking adorable it's adorable it's like a it's like a tiny little library standing room full only. of wine but I didn't realize you can just go back there and, and get have a glass. A glass. Of wine. No, that's great. That's that's a total game changer. Is, I'm not over really on is. Fairfax a lot, but next nah. time I am, I know what I'm doing. No, but we ate at the pop up. We had we had a full meal, and mm-hmm. then we're like, you know what? Second lunch. Well, I don't know about full. Eh, it was pretty full. We, we, we could have we could have walked away and been like, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking that the burgers were going to be bigger. They they were very deceiving in the pictures. Okay. They were tasty though. They were very tasty. I had no only complaints. only complaint I have is supplemental marrow on the side. 
contained no marrow. It, 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 it was very, very disappointing. They, they might have skimped us on the They might have skimped us on the marrow. Well, maybe they didn't know who you were. Well, clearly they haven't been listening to all the wine podcasts. <laughs> that podcast is not even out. No. And then afterwards, we just had second. We're like, we're yes. like hobbits, you second know? Second lunch. Like, we're like, yeah. We were, very, we were very hobbit-esque in that sense. We're just like, what about second lunch? Ah, mm-hmm. Let's go eat second lunch. Mm-hmm. A delicious salad. Great cutlets. Another glass Ooh. of phenomenal wine. Yeah. Love, love a good cutlet. Um, and not what? a whole lot of eating on the weekend. I worked, you know, I spent time with my family. Right. There's not a whole lot to do. Punishment hike? Uh, no, we didn't have a punishment hike. I had to get my fire extinguisher serviced on Sunday morning mm. at 7 a.m. That's a pain, yes. Which was awesome. You mean for I, the restaurant? For the restaurant. No, right. for my, my house. I don't know. I have 11 Maybe fire extinguishers in my house. You do have a fire hose in your house. I do have a fire hose in my house. Joel yeah. just moved into a new place in Koreatown, and for some reason, inside the residence... Yeah. There's it's a like full It's like one of those like glass cases with like a fire hose built into the wall with like a valve and like the, you know, the things. If shit, All the if things. shit pops off at your house, you're ready. No, I just, I, it'd be great. Like if I had like any group of protesters <laughs> outside my door, I just fucking sp- spe- spread them with the fire hose. <laughs> Take that. Crowd suppression, fires, whatever happens, you're ready to go. You had a very uh, dinner for one like kind dude, of dude I'm, I'm like a dinner for one proponent like you know if you're not around but you're my, you're like a dinner for one for two proponent well you eat look, two meals for all one. my friends are degenerate comedians who don't want to come to restaurants with me so i'll i'll roll into a restaurant and eat dinner at the bar i love doing that where'd you go when i'm traveling i do that all the time and I, i'll fucking do that in la where'd you go where'd you i went go this to weekend? friedman's i went back to friedman's oh man so good. it's become an immediate favorite well it's just like not it's not far i i don't know if any other restaurant has done this but like Taking just a Jewish deli and then making that into a rest—that's an amazing idea. When, when I went, I, I, I went with uh, one of our buds, and when I walked in there, I immediately was like, "This reminds me of both my grandparents' houses combined, right? mixed with the Jewish deli I used to right? go to when I was a kid." Yeah. Shout out to Brent's Deli in the Valley. My mom, her dad is Jewish, and she, you know she didn't grow up Jewish, but she loved the deli culture. She would take me to Jewish delis when I was growing up. So like rye bread. Pickles, dude. Meats. One of my one of hot my, dogs. One of my biggest uh, like embarrassing moments as a kid. I was with my mom at Jaime's Deli in Philly. Shout out to Jaime's, and uh, I was a very picky eater as a child. You know, I didn't. I my palate was. I like there was a it wasn't all there was foie gras caviar for Carl Hess. I fucking ate plain bagels with melted Kraft American singles on top. And that's a, that's being mean to so bagels. I, I go in and I I loved corned beef and pastrami at this point. I loved corned beef. I would eat corned beef all the time. But I hated rye bread, and I ordered corned beef on white bread. You are a monster. And the, like the surly Jewish that waitress. That is a monstrous order. And my mom started, they laughed in my face. Like my mom and the, and the waitress had like a moment, and Good. they were just like mocking me. Good. And I remember I was like pissed. I was like, I don't, I don't like rye. If, What's wrong with white bread? If, if time travel ever like occurs, I will pay for that tra- time travel to go back in that moment <laughs> to hear that order and just open hand slap you in the face. Oh man, yeah. The the waitress just openly mocked me for minutes, and then I think I finally got the sandwich. But just no end of being made fun of by my mom and the waitress. Now you know that rye bread is fucking delicious. Well, yeah. Now I do. I, you know, I feel like it's standard seeded bread. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you can't go wrong. Yeah, now. But yeah, you know, when you're a kid, you know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, you dumb little fucking idiot. I mean, that's not to say a plain bagel with that's toasted with the Kraft American single top is not delicious. I don't, I don't like that. What do you mean? I don't. I, don't, I would put it in the toaster oven two times nah, so man. the edges would get all brown. Nah, just a smear of cream cheese. That's it. My mom used to eat 
bagels with slices of tomato and cottage cheese on top. And I used to think oh, it was the grossest fucking thing ever. That's that's what my parents did. But now did. I think I could I could crush some bagels oh, with tomatoes and cottage cheese. If if you're gonna have a bagel and you're just gonna and you're gonna put something on it, cottage cheese is maybe like the fourth or fifth option. That's true. Carl, you're not 50 or 60 years old. There's <laughs> always time. When I hit 55, I'm I'm living that cottage cheese lifestyle. Oh my you god. You need that protein. It's like you get you need you, the calcium you your get, bones are falling. You get apart. Medicaid at 65 <laughs> and at 55 you start putting cottage cheese and tomatoes on your bagels. That's just what happens to I you. I guess so. My, is it like inherently healthier? Is that is that what was going on? I, I don't know. I don't know. Cottage cheese has like the whey and the curds like mixed in. I don't even. Really I actually know. don't know a whole lot about cottage cheese. I feel like I could get back into it now. I mean, I could fuck with it. Uh, I don't ever want to fuck with it. Okay. Well, let's let's introduce our guest. Go nuts. Uh, very excited. I'm gonna pour some more wine for myself. Pour some more wine. Uh, look, our look, guest look, look, today look. is Wes Avila of Gorilla Tacos. Wes, welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks for having me, guys. Very excited to have you on. Uh, we're both huge fans of Gorilla Tacos. Uh, yeah. No, I mean huge fans. And, you know, with the new year, we've been talking a lot about, you know, what everyone's excited about for 2018. And I think your restaurant opening in the Arts District is probably on the top of everyone's list. Well, I'm, I'm super excited, too. I can't wait to get off this truck. It's uh, <laughs> the truck is a it's a blessing and a curse. I right. mean, it comes with both advantages and disadvantages. And one of them being you are flooded with problems as far as like any problems that a, a 2002 car would have. Right. <laughs> Just imagine that on a truck that has more than 300,000 miles. Right. You know, so it's main, maintaining things like that. Axles breaking, generators not working, uh, drivers coming in late, drivers mm -hmm. coming in drunk. It's mm -hmm. just, it's a pain in the ass and I can't wait to get into a restaurant. Plus I feel like it's so claustrophobic in there. Like, you know, you're making do with the space. You're turning out amazing food. But like after a while, you're just be like, I want to be in a fucking kitchen. Or just, or just like imagine like being in, in the truck, like in the de like early August. And it's like 110 degrees oh, outside God. in yeah. downtown L.A. Yeah. And it's 130 degrees inside the truck. Yeah. That's fucking brutal. It's been it's been what since 2013 on the track? Uh, 2013 on the truck. 2012, I was on the cart. Right. Uh, I started that with my wife in 2012. And then. 2013 came around and we got a truck because we got shut down by the LAPD right. and had to go legit. Got a truck within about a week and a half, didn't miss a service and went back and started selling tacos again. Damn. That's a, that's a, that's many years to be in a truck. So this is a five year, even longer in the making. Yeah. It's like been, the, yeah. And it's funny because like, I haven't had any rush to get into a restaurant because we're <laughs> right. like, we're doing fine. Yeah. And it's not, you're, not you're like we're, it. it's not like where it's like, I have to do this. I have to do this, but it's just like, I want to do this. I'm ready to do this. I'm going to get the fuck out. Of yeah. Truck. You also just released uh, an amazing cookbook called Gorilla Tacos. Um, did, did doing the book and plans for the brick and mortar just kind of happen to coincide or were you like, I'm taking this whole shit to the next level in 2018? No, it just happened like that way. <laughs> um, I luckily got a really good co-writer. Shout out to Richard Parks III for... Uh, Damn, that's a good name. Killing it. What? <laughs> Richard Parks III? Dick yes. Parks III. Yeah. Dick Parks DP3, baby. DP3. Yeah. Shout out to DP3. That's yeah, shout out to DP3. That's a fucking... You could put that on a jersey. Has he uh, co-authored any other cookbooks? You're just a dude you knew or... No, it was it was the first one that he did with me. He's okay. done stuff with like uh, Lucky Peach and LA Times. Fuck yeah. and oh, nice. Different things like that. And Rest in peace, Lucky Peach. It just uh, RIP. Yeah. came out really good. I noticed that on the cookbook, your your name is Wesley Avila. Was mm -hmm. that like, were you like, I'm an author now. I'm going with Wesley. Or do you want to be called Wesley I, in I general? I need white people it, it to doesn't buy a matter. Okay. Like, my friends call me Wes. People call me my People who aren't my friends call me Wes. Right. I think like very few people call me Wesley. I think okay. it's like my mother-in-law. Right. And maybe like... <laughs> 
I think that's pretty much Would it. Would you prefer <laughs> that everyone called you Wesley, though? Do you have, like, uh, a nickname like Wheezy? No, not at all. It's Wes, um, Wesley, and then my family has a bunch of nicknames for me. My wife has nicknames for me. But, okay. yeah, no, it's usually Wes or Wesley. Tell us all the embarrassing nicknames your wife has for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I'm uh, writing them down. Right? <laughs> so... Fuck. Well, I mean, it's a, it's going to be a big year for you, I think. Uh, like, It's going to be hot, too. That's going to be, like, everyone that I know in the industry and people that I'm sure that are not are very much looking forward to it. Arts District is hot. It's in a, been in a really good spot. I love Arts that District. neighborhood. I mean, I know you've been parking there for years, but I, I mean, Everson Royce Bar, you got Bestia. Like, that's a good spot to be at in terms of open road, DTLA, that whole thing. Absolutely. Right there, and then yeah. you got Warner Music going into the, the Ford building that they just oh, renewed. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's why, like, we're we're at one corner, right there on 7th and Mateo. Right, 7th and Mateo. And then over on Santa Fe and uh, 7th is Warner Music. Right oh, across from shit. the fire station, right across from where okay. the uh, Petty Cash was at. Right. Across from that, that's 800 employees going in there. Wow. A lot of new development on Santa Fe. You got, like, Soho House and all kinds of things like that. And and then you got... Uh, Soho Elon, House. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And Damn. then you got Elon Musk's, uh, the, the, the guys who were working on that new tunnel. Okay. It's right around the area, too, because when we did the pop-up... What, like the Hypertube? The Hypertube. Damn. What? You got the Hypertube team in the arts <laughs> right Yeah, now? they're, like, somewhere in that area. So it's, like... Yo, it's, those Hypertube dudes fucking party. <laughs> After they're done working on the tube, they go out hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, I mean, I mean, the Arts District, obviously, this isn't news to anyone, but it's like that neighborhood is just, I, I thought we were going to break news on the Arts District right now. Well, Breaking actually, Arts I District hot. I didn't know about any of that shit. I mean, you're obviously more plugged in the Arts District than I am. The thing is, I don't go there a lot, but like, I love going there. If I ever like, go there, it's like to Bestia. I go to Everson Royce Bar like pretty regularly, but it's like, I've I also just like stay been. in Echo Park. You know? Everson Royce Bar is great because it has a huge back patio, and I think that's one of... The, the big things that the arts district brings to the table when new shit opens, it's like LA, like, you know, it's like, it's sprawling, but like the, there's no good like patios on the East side. I feel like every place that's opening the arts district has so much room to work with that they're like, like no one has the size of that patio that Everson Royce bar has in like Silver Lake or Echo Park. You know, it's just nah. like, they don't have the space. Maybe it's, like Cliff's Edge. I mean, Cliff's Edge yeah. is just like the best patio ever, but it's like, <laughs> besides that place, yeah. Where do you go for a great patio outdoor drinking experience on the east side? What's that play? Oh, actually, we, where did we go? It was it, it was on Silver Lake. It's that Mexican joint or Tintuera. Tintuera. Well, yeah. yeah. Tintuera's new player in the yeah. patio game. Pretty yeah. nice. Pretty, pretty nice, nice patio. patio. Yeah. Have you been to Tintuera? I have not, okay. but I've heard their patio is excellent. Yeah. Their patio is fantastic. And you live in Glendale, right? I live in Glendale. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have. I know a lot of people who are moving to Glendale. I love Glendale. Glendale. Glendale's like super central. Right. You got your you got your community feel, your neighborhood feel, right. the Armenian feel. Mm-hmm. You got like portals there. You got Damon's. You got classics. And you got all the new shit with the Americana. And you have like a lot of options where you want to live. Right. You got Din Tai Fung. You got Din Tai Fung. You got, you got a um, Sujita now. Yeah. What? It's Yeah, there's a Sujita, man. In the Americana brand? Yes, sir. You got Sujita and you got um, Sasabune, which is above California Pizza Kitchen, Damn. which is Omakase uh, Sushi. So you got really Bustling good Cultural Center, Glendale, oh, yeah. California. Yeah, so stop in a CPK for a glass of wine for about six, <laughs> yeah. seven bucks. Get some orange wine. Get some and orange wine upstairs. and then just head upstairs for a fucking tasteful omakase. The mm-hmm. interesting thing about Glendale is like the Armenian food's so good. I mean, I think what, what's been recently happening in recent years with Filipino food which where it was like, it's always been around. Everyone in LA has always liked it, but then it started getting some national attention, started getting some ink, started having a few younger chefs doing it in a more modern way, and it became like a thing. I mean, like, do you think that could happen with Armenian food? I don't know. Armenian food is not not hot. 
It's not hot. No but one's writing hot, about but, it. But, but, but it's like was, fucking good. But neither it's, was Israeli food. It's fucking good. Well, that's what I'm saying. Israeli food's now like the new fucking trend. Or Mediter- Mediterranean Israeli. But like, could we see a future where? And also, there's a huge Lebanese population in Glendale. Absolutely. So like, could we see a future where we have young, uh, you know, Lebanese Armenian dudes? Starting to fucking get some attention for doing their cuisine in a more approachable, modern way. I mean, way. Yusuf does it at Fig in Santa Monica. That's be- it's a beautiful, a beautiful restaurant, true. and he has that is and it's true. basically like shout out to a, Yusef. a Lebanese restaurant almost at this point, like but, Lebanese I mean, Californian. But, but that's in Santa Monica at a luxury hotel and a fine dining environment. I'm talking like. You know, could we see something happen with like what happened to Filipino food in the last five years? I think, I mean, since it's Armenians, La- Armenians because never get their due because no. it's because it's fucking food because it's Los Angeles. I think any cultural food can have its day in the spotlight. Right. It's just when is it going to happen? Right. It's 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 very much like anything can be on the horizon. Just when is it going to happen? Right. Yeah, because well, like well, I mean, there's more Armenians in Glendale than there is in the capital Yerevan. Yeah, yeah. So like, I feel yeah, like Yerevan, step your game up. Get more of you there. <laughs> well, what's going well, on? Living there, I mean, how often do you eat Armenian food? How often do you interact with Armenians? Like, is it every day? Feel like, yeah, <laughs> I interact with Armenians every day, and I eat Armenian food at least, or Lebanese, or Iranian, or Persian, right? Because it's kind of like right. it's all Armenians kind of right immigrated there. into Iran yeah. after the like I got the gist from my my dental hygienist. There I was you like, go. Why do so many Armenians this live in Glendale? Glendale shit. And they basically. It was like different, like here in Minneapolis and in a couple other places during cultural the cultural enclave. Yeah, that's when people move there during like that's where it was designated by the U.S. government. OK, this is where right. we would place a here. lot of uh-huh. you guys. And um, so she told me that a lot of Armenians moved to Iran and Lebanon and Syria because they were very welcomed. So there was a lot of cross right. mixing of like, right. you know, the Le- Armenian their food culture, with the Lebanese food, food and Syrian food and Iranian food. So you get a lot of that influence at right. like places like Carousel and, and the, yeah, the kebabs and shawarma. And but those those foods are tastes. like perfect foods. Like they they they, 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 they they satiate like it's like salad, rice, meats, yes. dips, fresh bread, bread, dips. and and like they're all fucking great. Well, I I we've talked about this a bunch. I mean, this breezy pan Mediterranean yeah. style that you see at Kismet or the Exchange, you know. It's becoming hot. I'm not going to stop until Harissa and Zug is on every table at every restaurant. Exactly. And and I think that's why Israeli food is becoming so hot. Because Israeli food itself is kind of an amalgam of all these different cultures right. that are in that area. And every, that's what everyone... Everyone wants to just have like some fresh bread and some fucking dips and like just like some nice skewer. Like who doesn't want that? Nice herby shit. Fucking tahini. I, mean, oh, I know I want Well, it. you get start people, you know, can I get this? <laughs> can I get this gluten free? Uh, so those are the people okay. who don't like the. Um, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're the ones who will frown upon like, well, how do I eat this paste? I'll, like, right. With your fucking hand. Right. <laughs> get like, your hand in yeah, there. It's like, get some carrots and right, dip it so in there. So let's do Wes's top Glendale picks. Like if you had to sell Glendale or let's say a friend comes from out of town, they're like, I've heard so much about Glendale. Like where would you take them on a day? I'd take them to mini kebab. Mini kebab's great. That's like the one Glendale place I feel like I've been to a couple times and really like. Carousel for the Lebanese wedding. There you go. Carousel. Haven't been to Carousel. Institution. Oh my God. Always hear about it. Carousel is awesome. And they have the absinthe. You'll drink the absinthe with like the. Oh yeah. You get the little. It's called Ara. It's like a a very anise. You get your licorice liqueur. Yeah. You get your licorice liqueur and you enjoy like the feast of like. Hell yeah. Probably 20 or 30 platters. Oh fuck yeah. And then you got. Um. So you have, what else is there? You got Proof Bakery, which is right there in Portland, oh, yeah. Atwater. Okay. Um, you have uh, also, there's a new coffee place. I, for some reason, it's leaving my mind, but. Um, so th- so, so yeah. things are happening in Glendale. Things are happening in Glendale. And then Mini Kebab is starting to do a collaboration thing where they're starting to make, it's like super low key. I've seen on their Instagram that they're starting to do tacos there with like really? pita bread. 
so smaller smaller things and they said like kind of watch out for this it's coming out so I'm excited to try that their stuff is excellent I just oh, love like great. LA's capacity to just like reinvent the taco you know like, like you like had Roy Choi you had what you're yeah. doing like yeah, you got like like Centeno doing like what, tacos. What does a taco mean to you? Is it just like a foldable? It's a foldable item. That I mean, has you grew like, up in LA. Yeah. So like tacos are like a birthright for anyone who like oh, yeah. grew up here. Like we've talked about this a lot. Like yeah. I grew up on the East Coast. I literally didn't have a good taco until I was probably 20 years old. See, I didn't That's have a, no way to live your And life. I grew up in LA and I didn't have a good taco until I was probably about 16 or 17. Shh. Because tacos to me, because I'm I'm adopted Jewish, mm-hmm. tacos to me are fucking del taco. Yeah, right. Like and, hard, and hard shell ground beef with See, like cheese, like like Monterey Jack cheese on top. But I think I think the thing is too is where you grew up. Because my wife is Jewish, like she's Jewish, Jewish, right. like fourth generation Angelino. Like they were oh, here yeah. since. Her family left uh, during the uh, Bolshevik Revolution. Oh, oh damn! So, old guard, like, old damn! Guard, old guard. Bo- busting out Bolsheviks mm-hmm. references old, on old this podcast. Old guard diaspora Jewish. shit. <laughs> and like a lot of the family lived in Boyle Heights. So her, she grew up in Eagle Rock. Her, she knew tacos. She knew tacos. She knew yeah. Mexican food. She knew Cuban food. All that good stuff. Yeah, so, see, so I was rad. in the North I think Valley. It's, I think so it I depends where shit. you're at. Yeah, the Valley's pretty. Uh, there was yeah, a I stronghold mean, of like it, the uh, Jewish. It, well, then it then it then it ga- then it became like there was like you know like all of a sudden there was like Tacos Michoacan and like El Taco Yama and like all these other places that opened up like these little hole in the wall kind of mm-hmm. joints that I would go and I'd I'd get like two tortillas with like some meat on top and they'd be like this is what you get. And, and then there like, was salsas on the you side. Fix all your and, own and stuff. You fix up. all your own stuff. And I was like, oh, this is weird. It's not hard or crunchy, and like the meat's not ground beef. And I would eat it, and I'd be like, oh, oh, this is like really good. It has flavor and texture and spice. I mean, yeah, I think like just in terms of like LA in general, the taco is like the generally accepted unit of consumption. And I and I feel like w- what Gorilla Tacos does so well is it's like like those dishes, it they could just not be on a tortilla and just be on a plate, and that would be a, like a like a very nice restaurant. Yeah, that's what, that's what the idea was when I started it. At, at first, when I started, I was just doing like tacos. I was like, I just need to make some fucking extra money to make rent. <laughs> right. But it's slowly evolved because I was like, you know, I have a lot of background in actually cooking pretty right. good food. You have a fine dining background. So like yeah. I just moved it in that direction. And But if you take each tortilla off and plate it nice and pretty, it's a it's a plated dish. Yeah. Right. And you would probably be charging more. You, yeah. You yeah. Charge if you were at some more. hip small place restaurant. And you got that the sweet potato with the feta and the chili de arbol. bowl. Yeah, some communal tables, some yeah, uh, exactly. Edison bulbs. And- exactly. Some exposed <laughs> reclaimed, rafters. Reclaimed wood. Right, exactly. <laughs> this is all reclaimed wood, actually. Whoa, it's a communal whoa. table. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're describing the Wallace right now. We're describing Joel's restaurant. What the fuck's going on here, guys? <laughs> you guys don't like exposed bulbs? What the fuck? I'm changing everything you guys, about you guys, it. Guys, <laughs> no, the Wallace is a gorgeous restaurant. Yes, I wouldn't it is. change anything. I, I'm oh, thank you. Big fan of how the Wallace looks. I had nothing to do with the interior design. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, instead of being on a plate, it's on a fucking tortilla. So can What's anything be a taco? Anything, anything can, be a, can be a taco. Yeah. To and me. Is, is there a point where a taco becomes bastardized to you? Like where it's like we're putting fried chicken and barbecue sauce on it, and that's a, and we're calling it a fried chicken barbecue sauce taco. Right. It's still a taco. It's still a taco, but it just you know, on other people's opinions, like you'll see them. You're clearly out there that like. Oh no, they exist. This is not a sure. fucking taco. No, yeah. This is not authentic. Go to a yard right. house. You ever been to a yard house? I have been to a yard yeah, house. They yeah, they definitely have <laughs> stuff like that on there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you could do a fried chicken barbecue sauce taco and it was good, people would eat it. Dude, I've done a I've done a hot wing uh, tamale. I did what? I, I used Point Reyes blue cheese, and then you I are got a fucking visionary. I got chicken, Jesus. and then put like Frank's red hot sauce because that like, sounds fantastic. It's like Heinz. You don't want to fuck with good I ketchup. Love it, People who go. make their own ketchup, it's like no. I respect it. No, or, but no, but but Why? Heinz they figured it out. They, they got yeah. the formula. Yeah. 
like, or like, or like mayo. It's like, listen, man, you can make mayo or aioli, but like best foods kind of just already did it. No, it's it's just, and <laughs> they have it locked. It's like Coca Cola into best foods. Yeah, it's like it's so it's like it's already perfect. Like don't fuck up. Like just like sriracha, don't fuck with sriracha. Yeah, like, it's I, I, I like that. I'll cheer. I will cheers, yeah, to, cheers that. to that. That, that was a, cheers to that. That was a good take. Mm-hmm. So you use the best you can get, you know. So I used Frank's Red Hot and made them for a Super Bowl, and they were fucking awesome. That sounds fantastic. But like, if you use, it, if you show that to somebody, they're like, "These are not fucking tomorrow. Oh, if you, yeah. if, you, tell, if you gave that to your abuela, like she'd oh, just be like, "Yeah, no, she like, ugh, guess what? Steel, steel. Steel. <laughs> you know, it's like your fucking cheese is rotten. I don't want this shit. <laughs> She's, why that? is it blue? Yeah, why is it fucking blue? You left it out too long, Wesley. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool about it. It's like, I mean, obviously there's like taco purists, but the taco can like be whatever you want it to be. Plus, it's like. That's the great it's thing like about a sa- LA. It's like a sandwich. A sandwich can be anything, and the, right? The great thing about LA, and I think why everyone, it seems like everyone's moving here, and obviously we have a lot of natural attention on the food stage, is just that it's like, there's no like rigid fucking old established structures. LA is just like, you fucking, you make something good, you do what you want, and if it's good, pe- like people will be there. You know? It's the Wild West. You can yes, reinvent yourself here. You can be some hack guy from Podunk, wherever. Come to LA and have this really great idea, and it fucking hits and it works. Good for you. Boom. Yeah. It's not like you bring your history with you. Like exactly. you can. It's like with anything. You can else. rewrite right. history. Yeah. You can you rewrite can, your you fucking can, self. You can it's do like anything. this is different now. It's a city of dreams, folks. Move out here. We need more <laughs> dreamers. We need more people who are gonna make it big. Get out here. We don't have enough traffic. Or Actually, fuck that. Is Please easy. leave. No, LA is terrible. LA is <laughs> terrible. The weather sucks. It's hot right now. It should be cold please don't ever come here in fact i implore anyone who's here and is on the fence about leaving just go it's january and it's 78 (laughs) degrees outside please do not come it's too hot i I walked to get coffee this morning i was sweating folks it was it was a nightmare you're you're, you're also dressed like you're ready to go logging in like in like seattle (laughs) this is my 2018 vibe i'm a a logger what's with the what's with the pen in your pocket i might need to write something joel what maybe i'll have a really good idea that i need to write down that's why you have a note section in your phone well that's well that's true that's true you actually but the way you're dressed like right now it makes you it looks like you askew phones like completely all it's only because i'm wearing a beanie because my hair was messed up this morning if i didn't have the beanie on i would just look like a regular guy yeah i don't know i think it's the thickness of the jacket he's like i can see that it's durable (laughs) it was cold this morning (laughs) yeah yeah, sure it was sunny but it was fucking cold what's the what's the thread count on that guy (laughs) i i mean i do like having lived in la since i was 18 like i am always like championing it and like being excited and talking about it but then there is that inverse side where you're like oh i don't want anyone else to fucking yeah it's like too but many people, people will here. that's that's the weird paradox of la it's like no city in the united states gets more hate and and from people who've probably never even been here but also no city in the united states gets more people actively moving there you know like i feel like it's a weird and i think a lot of the hate is probably just jealousy it is <laughs> it's all just the weather jealous. They hate and us because they ain't us. Next year it'll be the World Series. Right. Right. We, got, we got the Dodgers, <laughs> baby. It's easy to it's easy to shit on LA, and obviously there's many aspects of the city that are easily mocked. But <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a better place to well, be just in general, and especially right now, food wise. Like LA, it feels like it's really coming into its own in like a fucking strong, really cool way. Yeah. Like just, you know, like just as I mean, like as a chef, you feel that right? everybody's coming here, though. It's like one of those things. It's like the gold rush. Like you have all kinds of good, solid, already like badass chefs yes. here. But then you get like these all stars from each city kind of coming like, hey, I want to do yeah. something there. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. The influx of people are coming out like Dave Barron from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And you have like 
or the Jessica of Langley talks, of like David the, Chang, uh, Daniel Hum, like Nomad just opened. Mm-hmm. Like there's the Nomad da- just David opened. Chang, Mo- is coming out. You I mean, Enrique it, Oliveira coming in. And yeah, it's like, and dude, everybody's coming ins- to town. That's insane. Enrique Oliveira is coming here. I've only I've been to Cosme once. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. I haven't been to Cosme. Uh, New York. Yeah. Um, Always heard great really, 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 really good. That that meringue husk. Yeah, they're is, really great. I got a chance is, to cook there with them, and oh, it was pretty fantastic. You lucky were, duck. <laughs> yeah. That was, Did, was that like a like a pop-up thing? or was? Yeah. He, he sent me a message just on like... Um, you knew you had never met him? No, I met him before. Okay, and he okay. was like, hey, hey, uh, he's like, basically, hey, Chingon, you want to fucking come to New York and cook? I'm all, fuck yeah. He's like, okay, I'll have my people contact you. I was like, okay. Fuck yeah. And then it just kind of When someone like says, that. I'll have my people contact yeah. you, you know you're in for a good time. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's an automatic good time. people will talk to your people. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it settled down. But yeah, that was that was a really good opportunity. And I can't wait till they open. There's like, I can't wait to try David Chang stuff here in LA. I mean, I tried his stuff, right. you know. Seems like he's doing a completely new approach for LA, though. Yeah. It's, uh, so Co- Cosme is like one of the top Mexican places in New York. I believe so. I don't really. I don't honestly. I don't really pay that much attention. I don't know how. how I kind much. of in my own bubble here. Every like, time yeah, I go to New York, <laughs> my New York friends are like, "We have good Mexican food," and I'm and like, "I'm sure know. they do." But I remember the last time I was there, I was drunk. I was in Brooklyn, and there was a taco truck across the street, and I was like, "I'm going to the taco truck." And I went there. It was so fucking bad. I was bad. Like, this is even terrible. Drunk. This. I mean, it was like. What is this? No, and it's it's true. I, I know I'm spoiled, but like it wasn't even. Good. It was. It's not comparable. I went uh, last time I was in New York. I, went I to know New York, there's good Mexican then, food there. And but then I went to Boston. Was... I went to Boston. One of one of our good our good friends, my my best friend Brian uh, Krieger. He's a chef out there. He Shout was working at this Kreese. place called Montan. He was working for Barbara Lynch, and he's like, "Oh, you got to this like this place is great. The burritos are great." And I was just like, "Bite." It's Boston, man. What can they really have? Fucking... Do they even have any Mexicans living there? No. 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 I, literally, I would look down the street and I'd be like, oh, man, this is like just just overtly white. You know who has great Mexican food? Denver, because they have tons of Mexicans living there. Do, Do they? they? Yeah. Colorado. Isn't it Casa, Casa Bonita there? Oh, exactly. I go there so and bad. Casa Bonita. It's a real thing. No, I know I, that's I a real thing. A real I, thing. I, I only no, know from either. South Park, right? <laughs> of course. And you're just like, that can't be real. It's real. Cliff divers it's inside? Real. What? Oh, and Casa then, Bonita. And then, no, friends of mine actually went there. A friend of mine lived I in Boulder. I know many people who've and, been there. And he went there and he's like, no, 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 no. It's exactly what you th- what it what it says <laughs> and it is. And the food's obviously terrible. And the food is no, the food is like, you know, oh, Tex Mex. Yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna have a few like margaritas that are like gigantic, and then you're gonna eat some like hard shell tacos and some like taquitos and stuff and like that's about it fuck i'm just uh do, do we have a do we have a target like set date for when it's going to open can you give uh, us a scoop oh we get a scoop from you the, the target is may okay the target is May. the, re- the reality is probably june okay right. and it's la so there can be more red tape and more yeah. of this bullshit and work. I mean, opening here is just yeah, like it's, it's a nightmare it's your, a, your your bathroom can be eight inches too close to like a grease trap or something, and like you're gonna have to redo and demolish everything. Yeah, it's it's they're they're really a pain in the ass. Like they're really difficult to work with. That's why you gotta move to Texas. This, why is the city like like why is every dealing with like L.A. as a city like a bureaucratic nightmare? I think because the city's too big. It's too sprawled. It's, yeah. it's too there's not the departments don't talk to each other. Right. This this guy or the the best thing is when they send you a different inspector than the last one. And this guy says it's an opinion. It's not even like set in stone. This right. is the right. These guys are just making this yeah. shit up. No, they, like, they are. They, they, they are. all look for different things. They all have different ways of going about it. They all care in varying different levels. 
It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. God damn it. You'd think, I don't know. There's not enough, con- like, consistency in the restaurant world is paramount to anything else. Yeah. But there is absolutely no consistency when it comes to, like, inspections and permitting right. and stuff. It's all, and a lot of it's just a fucking money grab. It's almost like an appraiser. Like, I'm appraising that you need to get this done and that done. And then the other guy's like, well, that's fine. But, like, this right here is a nightmare. You need to Are they, like, that. looking for payoffs? Like, what is their end No, game? it's not payoffs. It's just, it's just Okay, how often are you greasing somebody? At the restaurant, honestly, I, I on envelopes. With I have money. no like sacks of coins. I have no recollection no. of that. <laughs> I have no, uh, uh, no, I no, no, no contest. No, no comment. Yeah, no I plead the fifth. No greasing bombs. Yeah. We say greasing, not greasing. <laughs> you gotta grease that up sometimes to make sure <laughs> shit gets done. Yeah, We're shooting for May, uh, baby. I, I think that might be one of the biggest advantages of being on the truck for so long, though. Like. It's just that. Like, yeah. you don't, like, there's nothing, like, as long as the axles aren't broken and the driver doesn't show up drunk, you can keep you working. You keep going. And we and, get shut down somewhere. If somebody's like, hey, you guys need to move, it's like, no, fuck you. We actually, we don't. Right. By law, we don't have to move. When you had the cart pre truck, you were shut down by the police. Yes. So, yes. like, cops, like, rolled up. They rolled up. They and, rolled but up. I have friends that are detectives. Like, but was it like someone had reported you, or was it just somebody like reported cops me. who had rolled what? by? No, cops came in and they, they, it was, I remember it was me and my wife. We were doing normal Wednesday night service. And this was at, before, like, the street vendor decriminalization. Oh, this is, yeah, this is, this is 2013. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my this gosh. That, that 2013, it was like, it was the weekend before the Dodgers played the Cubs because that weekend I went to go watch them in Wrigley and sweep them. Okay. So that Wednesday, they kind of, a cop, patrol car rolled up, you know, and just parked there. Now, I thought it was a couple of friends of mine because I have friends that are detected, but they're always in those unmarked. Right, right, exactly. So I thought they were just kind of fucking me. Yeah. And like, then, I don't have any no, these are black and white that were coming up to you. Yeah, no, I don't these have were, any fucking these, uniform friends. No, My these, friends are plain clothes. No, yeah, these, these cops were like uniform uh, officers. They came in and were just like, hey, how's it going? I was like, good. What can I get for you guys? And they're like, um, do you have permits to be out here? I was like, oh, yeah, God. but I forgot them at home. <laughs> and you were in the arts district. And we're in the arts district. Right. Right. Right my, my dog ate my Right in my front of Blue Bottle. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Right in front of Blue Bottle, which is which was handsome at the time. Yeah, handsome. And then they were like, oh, you don't have permits? I was like, I do, but they're at home. And then so he's like, okay, well, we got a complaint that you have an open flame, so you need to shut it down. And I was like, um, but like, But like, what was the origin of that actual complaint? Because who actually cares? They, they, they a rival said, taco guy? They a said, taco rival? Either that or just some haters. Like fucking haters. Like, you know, this guy's They wouldn't give you a name? Here. What's that? No, Did, they wouldn't give me a name. Or an I even asked one of my friends like that were higher up and he's like, honestly, I looked into the complaint and it came from the top. So somebody who has Oh, a you like asked your conference. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who has a little bit of pool. Right. You know, was like they made a big complaint. Like somebody who owns a business there yes. or owns property there was uh, like, and it there, wasn't is handsome. There, is there restaurants in the immediate? None. Vicinity? There was none. That's this is before. Z- so this is all residential kind of. It's, it's not like, like you set up on Wilshire in Mid City. It's nope. like and angered some restaurants. Like there was nothing around there at that. But it was especially that then. was that's when we started getting a little bit of press. You know what I mean? Like on the cart. Like right. We had like some people coming by that it was just like wow. There's a lot of people here and people were drinking on the street and right. kind of like making it like a party. I was like right. I have no. But it's not like there's like it, it was like an empty warehouse district. There's no yeah. neighbors. There's no, no Chipotle manager who's getting mad because everyone's going across the street. Like I can't think of why you would want to drop the dime. On just a fucking awesome taco operation. Because haters are gonna hate. God damn it! You know what I mean? Fucking That's why haters. Like it's, I've never, I've never fully hater. understood that expression until right now. There we go. Because there's no reason. Like I didn't do anything to anybody. It's like, what did I do to anybody there? That's insane like, to me. You're not like throwing bricks through people's like no. windows. Like just remember, that's Gorilla Tacos getting you. You see? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Seriously. You strong armed are the other local taco. Yeah, they just like this smashing your Gorilla Taco turf. Stay the fuck out of the it's arts. Gorilla for a reason, baby. <laughs> yeah, and then after like we started popping up, there was somebody else that popped up across the street that was selling 
milk, sugar, soy milk, and everything else because Handsome didn't do that. Remember when Handsome was like a big fuck you? Yeah. Like they did oh it the way God. they did it. Yeah. There, was there, was somebody, there was somebody across the street that popped up selling milk, whole milk, half That's milk, hilarious. almond milk, soy milk. And like sugar, yeah. I would, two I would drop, I'd drop the dime on them. I'd be like, "There's a weird milk guy out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a milk guy. I don't in the think corner. it's pasteurized. I don't know. He's, he's got a shady look. He's, he's got he, some jugs. He's French. I don't trust him. <laughs> Remember when the FBI raided that raw, raw milk, milk place, place in yeah. Venice? Yeah, that's the funniest shit ever. It's so weird. Pasteurized it's it's so shit. weird where these where our fucking tax dollars are going. Shut, Shutting down taco guys. Shutting milk down guys. raw milk guys. That's not that's not where I want my dollars going. No, no, no. Cool. So like when they Fix shut me down, streets. I was just I didn't know like I didn't know what to do. So I, I just made some phone calls and tried to get a truck as fast as I can. And I was right. in talks with Ricky from Ricky's Fish. Right. And I remember he was waiting like six months for his, and I was like, I cannot wait. Dude, for what that the long. fuck happened to Ricky's Fish? Because they were there for so long, and then suddenly they lose their permit to be in that little parking spot. I don't know. I, I that's it's another thing. That's baffling. like hate. That's just like for him. That's just like he was somebody there for years. Him. Yeah, I know. Same spot. I think people see that you're actually doing well and they're like, I want them to not do well. So I'm going to call. That's such a bizarre I, construct. Yeah, I, I, that, that fucking makes no sense to me. No because sense if you see me. somebody that's flourishing from like a very humble spot, wouldn't yeah. you want them to be like, hey, I support you because you obviously have bigger dreams. Let's try to get you something more significant. Let's build fam. Yeah, dude. No, it's more like crabs uh, pulling somebody down. Like, I'm going to pull you back down. I don't, I don't like want that. you up. I don't yeah, like it, that, it, man. It's, it's like, what? You're succeeding? I'm not. Fuck you. Yeah, it's true. Why do you have two cars in your dude, driveway? I only got one. 2018. <laughs> I have a bike. <laughs> lunch wine, building together, positivity. That's 2018. Yeah. Daytime wine, positivity. I'm all Build about the daytime wine. The daytime wine and the three-hour lunches is how the mm. fuck. That's how you do <laughs> Those it. Europeans know how to live. Those Europeans. Sure, they're, most no of their economies are in shambles. No work after you leave. They can't email you or talk to you. If that happened to me, I it would be a I would I would probably have more hair. I have a full head of hair, dude, but I would have, have more. thick mane of hair. Get I have to get a full on mane. I have to get it thinned when I go out to, to get my hair cut. Dude, we're just three dudes with pretty good hair. We are three. I Throwing mean, I don't down. know about you because you're wearing the beanie. Maybe you could be going bald. Maybe you have a Prince William thing no, going no. on right now. <laughs> <laughs> who who <laughs> fucking knows, William. man? Luckily, no. But you, you're, you've actually been encouraged to grow your hair out by your girlfriend. I have, yeah. And I think it, it was a little begrudgingly on your part, but now it's looking great. She, I, I Joel's mean, always been a hat guy. I'm, always, I'm, I'm still always, a hat guy. I, you kind of seem like guy. you're a hat guy, too. No, no. I, I like hats, but I like, like hats. when to, somebody told me I was looking at a hat store, I was like, these hats are pretty nice. And I had long, flowing hair at the time. The lady's like, no, with hair like yours, right? you don't ever That's cover what that I'm kind saying. of hair. To and you listen to her? And I was like... You know That's why right. I rarely wear hats. It's like if you got it, flaunt it. Baby. I mean, but I, I, I mean, I'll flaunt it when I want to. You know what I mean? <laughs> there can be a very curvaceous lady dresses conservatively, goes out on the town. Right. I, I go to Gorilla Taco Trucks frequently, usually when you're parked in front of Silver Lake Wine. Okay. I enjoy going to the Thursday night tasting. I feel like I frequently see you in a LA or Dodgers type hat. It's either LA, it's either Galaxy or Dodgers, or okay. it's a hat that says... Oh, no, you're repping Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like hardcore. How do you feel about LAFC? Um, I feel that it's What cool. is LAFC? Please clarify for... Los Angeles La former Chivas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Los Angeles former Chivas. Yeah. 
Los Angeles oh. Football Club. Yeah. But, but there used to be the a Chivas is a league in no, is a team well, in Mexico. Well, there, was there was a Chivas USA, USA team in Santa Ana. And, that, and then they wore the stripe like the Okay. The and that's what became LAFC. No, but I think it's great. I mean that they're they, building, they're the building that stadium. great stadium. Like I'm looking forward to it. I have an open uh -oh, mind. We got some soccer heads here. I don't oh, yeah. even know some football heads here. Absolutely. I don't know anything about the First LA. of all, any sport in America fucking rules. Yes. Dude, all sports are awesome. That's okay? not true. No, it's fucking true. <laughs> That's not Name true. one sport in America that doesn't rule of, uh, of like major sports. Uh, curling. That's not an American sport. That's actually the Canadian national sport, not hockey. Actually, fuck it. Curling's pretty tight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to hate <laughs> any on any any sport where you just have to like you know take a brush and take it to like some fucking. I don't know. You, I you love. I just think baseball is boring. Baseball oh, is the, is the I'm sorry, lie. Guys. I'm so sorry. This is, to, this is going to briefly shift into a baseball okay, podcast. Here we go. Baseball is not boring. Right. Baseball is actually the most engaging uh, sport of your go. mind. Joe's got a hot take. No, 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 folks. no. Because it's it's like it's not like like football and like everything has like a plan. But the mechanics of, of baseball are so fucking interesting. It's everything is really well thought out. Every okay. pitch, you have to look at the opponent. You have to look at like I can the get hot and cold zones. But the it's, strategy. It's, it's, a think, it's a thinking man's sport. Okay. And I'm a thinker. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, Except when I'm at the game. He's saying it's a thinking man's sword. I'm just <laughs> no. a fucking caveman at the game. At the game, I'm just I'm like, like, you <laughs> motherfucker. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I used to be times where like, I used to be too into it. Like, right. I'd say five years ago, six years ago, I was so into it that like, I'd get pissed and yes. my wife would be like, I can't That's be around you right now. Why are you so upset? Right, right, They're right, not right. losing. I was like, yeah, they are. There's a lot of yeah, they are. They're fucking losing oh, because no. I used to, I used to be one of those guys who if I saw a Giants fan, I would like openly just start mocking them because like, <laughs> fuck the Giants. Yeah, first seriously. of all, and fuck San Francisco in to, general. That leads to a Giants fan getting gang stomped in front of his child it at happens. Dodger Stadium parking lot. That's every that's, park. That's, 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 not a, that's not a Los Angeles specific thing. I'm go, not saying listen, it is. Go, I'm just go saying to, go that to, Go to Philly after any sporting event. Of course. It's a fucking Okay, also, zone. quick anecdote. We're recording this the day after Philadelphia just won the it's a, NFL championship. It was a war zone there. Uh, so this is actually true. My mom sent me this article from the Inquirer this morning. Philly cops, while the game was happening, greasing Philly the cops poles. were going pole to pole with Crisco and greasing and them. Greasing really? the fucking pole. So you couldn't climb them. No. But people so, were still climbing them. No, not only that, they were some calling dude, the Crisco cops. Some dude at like midnight drove a dune buggy up yes. the rocky stairs. Yes. I saw that. <laughs> also, no, it looked, honestly, everything I saw looked like scenes from the commercials from The Purge. Yes. It yes. was just like, oh, yes. nothing matters no, it's, anymore. It's amazing. Really? If, that, if you that, haven't seen any of this. Yeah. It was insane. This will be out, um, you know, it, it'll be a couple days before this podcast It's definitely comes before this, but like, before find, the Super Bowl. find these videos. There's also an amazing video that went viral on Twitter of everyone's on a, a train and it starts and there's a dude running next to the train full out and everyone's like, yeah. And then two seconds later, he runs directly into a pole and literally gets like so fucking housed. Dude. And everyone on the train's like, Oh, <laughs> the, 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 it's the, nah, the Vikings team bus was leaving the stadium and it was completely surrounded by Philly fans and they were just chucking Philly, beers baby. at them. That bad? I'll show you some videos. It Holy was unbefuckingly I gotta watch gotta this, man, because I haven't Philly. seen that kind of like debauchery after a game in yeah. a long time. Well, I, I mean, been, I'm, yeah. I'm from Philadelphia and, you know, I, I always knew that if the Eagles ever went back to the Super Bowl, because they'd only been there like once before. How long right? has it been? It's been since like the eighties. No, they they went uh, they went with Donovan McNabb. They 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 lost, but they 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 definitely went okay. with Donovan. But it's McNabb. been a long time, and it was it, that was like early that was like early mid two thousands. And and it's like the city of Philly will like if the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Oh no, the Philadelphia won't be a place be anymore. Burned to the ground. No, it, it's gonna <laughs> literally no, go. 
<laughs> no, I, just... I actually, one of my friends I have ongoing, he lives in Philly, I have ongoing bets with him between Lakers, Dodgers, and like for all our sports teams. Mm -hmm. We usually do steak dinners, we fly out or like whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was like, hey man, like I was talking to him during the game, I was like, hey dude, like I'm just letting you know if the Patriot, if uh, the Eagles win this game, then there needs to be heightened security around Tom Brady because if he's alone for a second, he's gonna get fucking kneecapped like that. Dude, either way, he, he needs security. If they lose, or kidnap if they Giselle win. and take her to but like the, some but crazy. But here's place. the great thing: I'm not a sports guy at all. Obviously, I mean, obviously, I love Philadelphia. I want, I want them to win. But the 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 cool thing to me is, it's like. Everyone hates the Patriots. Like they're like the Yankees. They're like, the if, Yankees. If you're not from New England, you were, there's literally no possible reason to like them. They're like Trump supporting fucking, you know, like Tom Brady's an asshole. Like so like the entire hopes and dreams of the nation on crushing the Patriots are on Philadelphia, <laughs> which I love. I love that. See, I'm not rooting for because I I've never liked Philly, but I'm not rooting Whoa. for. Whoa, oh, you're gonna root for the Patriots? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, first of all, why don't you let me complete a thought for right. once? I'm getting out. <laughs> this is what sports does to people. No, no, it makes you rational. I'm not. I'm not rooting for Philly to win. I'm rooting. Fuck out of here. I'm rooting for the Patriots to, to lose. The fuck out of here. That's the way I always that. feel. I it was like when the this. Giants were in the World Series. Oh, fuck I was that, just dude. like, I I'm not rooting. Lose. I'm not rooting for the other team, but I just can't see them win. And then they did, and sure. a little bit of me died. Sure, it's easy to hate Three on the Phillies. Three years. Yeah. Three years. Sure, it they threw batteries on the field. Sure, they hit Santa with all those ice no, no, balls no, that one Santa. time. They boo Santa. Yeah, they boo Maybe Santa. You don't know the whole context. I've watched. Maybe he was being I've, a dick. I've I've actually watched every like documentary on the whole the, booing the Santa booing thing. Santa. Who booed Santa? It was Everyone, a, it was a thing that happened in Philadelphia. It was a sports. thing that happened in Philly. I think it was in the nineties. No, it was, it was earlier. Then. It was like eighties or something. Like Santa that. came on the field. I think it was at an Eagles game. Yeah. I don't know. So people started throwing shit throwing stuff at him, booing thing. him, and then like people would like subsequently dress up as Santa Claus and go to the fucking like games, like. And then now they've banned people from dressing up like Santa. Like on it, like there's like it's a thing. You cannot dress up as Santa and go to like a game. That's how insane. Also, it is. the old Veteran Stadium, which has now been demolished, but I used to go to Eagles games when I was younger, not often but occasionally, and it had a courthouse and a jail in the bowels of the stadium. So people who we're doing crazy shit during the game. Could be tried and in prison during the game. Hey, everyone. Don't move to L.A. Move to Philly. Yeah, move to Philly. I, just go Dude, there. Make I, it better. I'll say this. Philadelphia, one of the best food towns in the entire entire country. Top five. Top <laughs> I five. think I heard crickets <laughs> after that. I, no, I've, it's, I've it's never true. been. So a resounding so hush fell top, over the Top audience. five easy. Zahav. Yeah. Zahav. Talking about fucking Middle Eastern shit. One of the best restaurants I've yeah, ever you, been to. Yeah, you've told me about that. Michael Salamanov, he's fucking killing it, man. Dude, but, but speaking of stadiums and stuff, how great has like stadium food become in the last like five, ten years? It's been fucking phenomenal. A lot better. Are it's, we in a golden age of stadium food? I mean, you go to Staples Center, there's a BS Taqueria in there. There's yeah, a Ludo, there's a Ludo bird in there. Oh shit! It's I've it's never getting been to pretty. Center. It's getting pretty. You've never been to. I've Staples lived in LA for fourteen years. Have you had the Have you had the food down at the Stadium Club at Dodger Stadium? No. Somebody, you know who actually gave me tickets was, you know. I'm out of here. Uh oh. You know, Chef. Joel's going to be hitting you up to get in that stadium club. You know, now. Chef Barton. Close. <laughs> it, it was Chef Barton from uh, 71 Above. He gave me a text and he was like, hey, you want to go to the stadium club with me? And so me and my wife went with him and another uh, one of the servers Damn. there. Damn. Reserved so he had like literally two, three, we were the second row behind home plate to the right. And the food that you have down there is like, I mean, they got prime rib. They got what? like German sausages, like what? Dodger dog style with like all the condiments. And like, it, it's just incredible, like buffet of food. Wow. Where I like, like ba folks, breaking news. I love baseball. Where it's, <laughs> it's funny because you see the people who got in there for like 
for free that didn't yeah, pay. Who's in there? They're, they Garcetti? take like they who's take down like there? they take like popcorn and, and peanuts, you know, as much as you want, and they're like throwing it to the people upstairs. Like, hey, would you guys like some? Oh, Just like, awesome. you go peasants. I like, love that's that. some Robin Hood ass <laughs> shit. Dude. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so it's like it was a really really great like. I've never seen anything like that. I was like, I didn't know that this is how the other half lived. I was like, wow, dude, this is crazy, three years dude. from now, Gorilla Tacos in Dodger Stadium and Stadium. I've Center. only Boom. in that like one like exclusive club, and that was the Diamond Club at Angel Stadium. I went because I got invited, mm-hmm. not not because I support, because their name Joel is ridiculous, and I don't like them. Wait, at wait, all. wait. So their official name is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yes, now it is. I, and I, you know what? I could have respect them when they were the Anaheim Angels. Yes, or that, the California, or the California Angels. Angels. That's great. That was actually kind of kind of tight. A, a team that represented like all of California, so to speak. But now, when they're just like because of TV rights, because they want to like bank on the Los Angeles name, because Los Angeles is inherently better than <laughs> than Anaheim. Because if you ever been to Anaheim, it's a shithole. It's just a fucking <laughs> shithole. <Shots> fired. <laughs> Joel, oh, no. unequivocally hey. calling I, out. My, um, hi, uh, my name is Joel Miller. I hate many things. <laughs> so Paramount to that is San Francisco, and slightly behind oh, that is Anaheim. Oh God! It is it is a flat, lifeless society. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Come at me. I work at the Wallace. Joel's Google not, it. Joel's not mincing any words. Anaheim's got to have some good, some redeeming qualities. They do. They, they got, have Disneyland. They got Disneyland. Disneyland <laughs> okay. is great. Disneyland got, is fucking um, great. I'm a season. Pa- I've been a season pass holder for years and years and years. Okay. Disneyland is great. The baseball team blows. The baseball okay. team is uh, right. just a. Big so so technically, if you translate the name, it's the Angels. Angels, Angels of, of Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah. That's the dumbest shit ever. No, that's pretty damn bad. Anaheim has Mike Trout, and Mike Trout's a fucking beast. Who's Mike Trout? He's an outfielder, outfielder for the, for the, an- the Angels, yeah. and he's okay. he's like one of the best ball players around. Okay. Oh no, he's like he's definitely That's he's like a, guys, he's a transcendent. Player. Does he have a good like, beard? He has no beard. He I is a baby he, face. He looks like Mickey Mantle. He looks like a young Mickey Mantle. Okay. He looks like he looks like yeah, like like if a kid got like yoked when he was seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what he looks like. Like he's been eating his Wheaties. He's a big dude. Man, if if daytime wine means this turns into Joel's sports podcast, I'm gonna have to revoke daytime wine. <laughs> Because Joel gets so amped. I just look at him, look at him right now. His eyes are sparkling. He's sweating. He loves this shit. I, I mean, honestly, like my if I didn't get into into food, I really wish I went to like sports journalism. Oh, yeah. Like that's like that would be the thing. I could that see I would you like love. calling a game. Like I could, a color I, commentator. I, w- I don't know if I could do like the play by play, but I could do color commentary for sure. Like play by play, you ha- like it's that's so difficult to do. Like every pitch, no, every dude. That. Like, your it's, it's biases not. would get in the way. You'd be like, uh, I Trout, I think, Trout is I next so. at the plate. He hails from Anaheim, which is a flat, lifeless piece of shit. He'd be like, Joel, stop. He'd be like, no, no, I have to tell my truth on the air. This is, but this is the thing. I actually don't like that because I like when people call things across the board. Like Vin Scully, for example. He he's is the legend. The legend. The God. He is the God. I've had the opportunity to meet him. Oh, um, he's, what? Yeah, he held the door open for me and my oh. girlfriend at a wedding once. He's, oh, my. He, I'll tell you the story later. I'll show you my Vince Scully tattoo. Shout out to the it's, guy. It's gigantic. Um, it's, no, it's it's literally gigantic. Um, but I like when somebody calls a game when it's like he's just completely like square across the board. What I dislike is people who are homers for their teams who are like calling games and they're just so fucking biased. Or like when someone hits a home run, they're like. <laughs> You're saying you like, wouldn't do that for I, the Dodgers if you were a color commentator? I, I don't think I, I I maybe if they were in the World Series, like yes, like at to a point, to an extent, but you but the the service that you're providing is to provide the people with with a good call. Like okay. the best call I've Joel, ever heard Joel is the is Kirk a... Gibson home run, which <laughs> is in a year that's been so improbable, the hospital has happened. That was Vince Scully, who has been the, the broadcaster for the Dodgers for at that time 
35 years or 30 mm -hmm. years or so calling something like he would have called it for any other team. And that gives you a greater moment in history rather than if Vince Scully was going, oh my God, this is the greatest moment of my life. Because it just, you just sound like, right. like you just sound like, well, give us, give like us like crazy. a, give us like a Homer. Like, let's say your guy hits a Homer and how would you say it? You're going to say dinger. You're going to say it's out of here. You're going to say that's gone, folks. I say Cody Bellinger would have hit a grand slam in the home run in like, you know, sixth inning, seventh inning. Sing like, tie it up. It is like, and uh, Cody, Cody Bellinger hit, hits the ball. It's going. It's going. And it's out of okay, here. That's pretty good. That's Cody Bellinger good. rounds the bases. Everyone's <laughs> super happy I giving like, high fives. I like how you started out saying Cody Bellinger hits the ball in case no one knew what was happening. Well, you because you never know. Because it could because if this was like <laughs> the because ball. because if this was Philly, the it would bat. be like Cody Bellinger demolishes the opponent with his bat in the face. <laughs> yeah. Cody Bellinger has has hit the ball with the bat. As is normal in the game of baseball, the ball is now flying through the air. That is a humdinger. <laughs> That's actually not bad. I feel like you have a future. I, I mean, well, it would take some work. That's you know, true. the first dish I put on a menu was terrible. That's true. So, like, as you as you work on it, and actually, subsequent dishes that I've tried speaking to put of, on menus have been terrible as well. Speaking of first dish, before we, before we have to go, I want to know what the first, because obviously the sweet potato taco is so critical. It's so beloved. It's so simple and so fucking amazing. Uh, that's still your top seller, right? Yes, absolutely. But like, far. was that that wasn't the what first was the, thing? What was you... the inspiration for that? For, before we get to that, okay. You put feta and what was it, pepitas? Folks, if you haven't no, had right the sweet potato taco, oh, okay. and, and you haven't sweet had sweet potato it, in a taco, that's like the sweet potato. I've never came had from, anything like that before. I mean, I'm sure you've had the and the feta, the potato tacos. You've had, had it. I've had potato chorizo tacos before. See, the yeah. thing that I wanted to do was do potatoes, but not do regular potatoes. So I was like, well, let's fucking use sweet potatoes. And I've done sweet potato dishes before with like braised leeks and different sauces. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to do one with, we had gotten back from Spain, me and my wife, and I like the romesco there. So Love I romesco. made something like a romesco. Shout out to fucking nut-based pepper sauce. <laughs> and that's like every sauce that <laughs> I, I love make is nut-based. that shit. So, so that, that's basically where it came from. Was the idea was for my, my tia Melinda, she would make potatoes for us, potato tacos for us. And I just wanted to expand on that. And it was right around October, so the holidays. So you got like the... The sweet potatoes and like the the feta cheese, it just kind of worked for me. And God, the fried so corn well. was just like, well, you little know, crunch, yeah, a little, little crunch. crunch. But that's that was it. just such texture. a like that was like like because that's been on the menu for a long time. It's been on the menu since ever, it's, it's never been off. Yeah. And it's stupidly good. And it's and it like it is stupidly not only good. is it stupidly good, it's just something I've never seen before yeah. ever. Like it's just it's it, there's like certain things that are just fucking brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. What was the first? I mean, I know at the cart you probably started out with a little more traditional offerings, but yeah. like, what was the first taco that you made that was like you were like, this is some this is some good shit right here. That wasn't that wasn't the traditional. That wasn't the traditional. Um, probably the probably probably the the squash blossom taco. Okay. Like I made like stuffed squash blossoms, fried, right. and then no, I didn't fry them. I cooked oh. them on the plancha. Oh. Because they were I didn't have a fryer. Stuffed with. Cheese? Stuff with ricotta cheese, oh, yeah. Oh. Ricotta you, and queso fresco, things like that. You add anything else to it? Just Or is it just straight ricotta, it's, queso fresco? No, ricotta, you know, seasoning, salt, pepper, salt, or some yeah, parsley. Yeah. You know, the, stuff the, the standard flavor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn. You know, standard stuff like that. That's but, the thing is like, like salt is just so tastefully used. Folks, come on Yelling About Pate for hot takes. Like, salt is good. 
No, no, no. And, but, but some people oversalt or undersalt. It's it salt is like one of the most one of the most misused you're things right, in you're cooking. Right. That is a pretty that's good the, hot. That's take. like Marge Simpson the says the secret ingredient is salt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Put, put it on eight, the Simpsons reference board, folks. Eight, eight spices. Some of these have got to be repeats. <laughs> Oregano. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I just I just watched that episode actually. Boom, boom. Simpsons yeah. reference board. Count that episode, it. by the way, which is the chili episode, which has Johnny Cash on it, in which he yes. eats, which he eats, I'm Guatemalan, the merciless peppers yeah. of Quetzalcoatlango, <laughs> made deep within the jungle primeval by inmates at a Guatemalan insane asylum. Which, and I and yes, I so so I used to I did a pop up once and I called it El Mexican food. It was based on because I ate like. Uh, Del Taco and Taco Bell my entire life and then I had like these transcendent tacos to me before like normal carne mm-hmm. asada or like whatever tacos and I wanted to do something that would kind of bridge the gap between like eh, doing something like more fine dining and like the things that I remember from when I was like 17 or 18 right. I did it for the comforting maybe, nostalgia I did it for about like six six months or something at, yeah. this, at this location in Beverly Hills and we made a salsa and it was our spiciest salsa and we called it the merciless peppers of Quetzalcoatlango and anyone who got it you were like <laughs> I respect you yeah no it was fucking hilarious that's awesome yeah. that's awesome what a fucking good episode, too. That oh my god, a classic. Wait a minute, dogs can't talk. Rough, rough. Damn yeah. right. <laughs> Damn right. Well, look, we hit all the fucking we hit all the notes in this podcast. Day one, fucking positivity building together and increasing Simpsons references on the pod. I know we fucking crushed it. We have a we have a board. It doesn't we, exist. We have we have it. Day one is on there. <laughs> Day one it is on exists there. in our hearts and in our minds. Yeah, we we went to, we went past the conspiracy board uh, theory board. Right, exactly. Straight to Simpsons. No more red board. yarn. We're no simplifying more red yarn, our yeah. lives. Yeah, red yarn. We were expending way too much money on red yarn. Well, shit. I mean, this this has been so great. I'm just like so excited for your restaurant. I'm, I'm so. I haven't for... been this excited for a restaurant. In so long. did you go to La Reina when it was there before? Uh, I went there once and did it have I, a C? It, it just yeah. It was <laughs> what's La Reina? It it's, was the, this location where we're actually yeah. that we actually the went previous into. location, the previous, yeah. the previous tenant. Yeah, I okay. went there like Seventh nine years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, like they had a street cart inside the restaurant. Like they weren't using the 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 kitchen for normal it was, cooking. It was one. Of, it was interesting, and I definitely did not feel great after eating there. No. But it was tasty. <laughs> I remember it, the salsa was good. Fuck. Well, so you, everyone's gonna have to get to Grill Tacos in May, June, July, depending on the next fucking year. city. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a good fucking summer. I'll but until until that. the the cart has the, or the, the truck, truck, the truck has, is still going six, what, six days seven a days a week. Damn, dude. Yeah, we're open seven days a week. Nonstop. And so, so once once it actually opens, you're you're next. We're done the with the truck. The truck is what are you gonna do with the physical truck? We'll what do you give it think back to the owner because it's a lease? But I tell <laughs> really? people, gonna, yeah, I can tell people I'm gonna drive it off PCH and blow it up. Exactly. That would be really cool, but. <laughs> like Homer when he's trying to steal Mo's say, car, you, you jump out yeah. and it's heading like, toward the cliff and then you with, roll back with in. With the rubber down. daisy on top. Homer, yep. you moron. Homer, you, <laughs> you genius. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, it's really exciting. I mean, the cookbook's fantastic. Um, the, I mean, fucking, you're you're moving into a whole new era. Trying no, it, and and it's great. It, it's something that it's something that 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 part of the area really, really, really yeah. fucking needs because. Petty Cash, I think, tried to do something with there, right. but I feel like that space is. There's been a cursed. lot made, you know, but, like Bill Spars and the whole Alta California yeah. thing. You got new chefs doing new shit, kind of taking traditional ways and, and making it something new. See, this is what own. you got to do. You got to plant the seed and then six years later, right. harvest it in the mm-hmm. arts district. I mean, damn. It's, it's just another LA taco success story. There you go. It's fucking great. What tacos? What can't they do? 
What <laughs> fucking can't they do? They can. They could literally solve world hunger if we tried hard enough. Really? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude. Th- no, thanks for coming. Thanks on, for man. coming on. Pa- a parting question, just just out of curiosity, accepting your own food. What's the best taco you've ever had? The Chubbs taco. What? Oh, damn, dude. That, that was the fastest oh, answer. I say my, my food? I said I, accepting with not counting your own food. Not counting my own food. Oh, what okay. is the best single what the fuck taco, taco you've ever had? Because we the can best, talk about your tacos all fucking day. The best single taco I've ever had is probably... See, it's hard for me to think because there's been a lot of different good ones. There's been okay. really good fish ones, really okay. good pork ones. It really doesn't good. have to be in LA specific. It can yeah. be just anywhere. Just, or something that stands out. What stood out? It's hard because there's just so many of You've them. You've eaten a lot of great tacos. Um, probably the fish tacos in Baja at El Original, the original fish, fish the, tacos. The original. They use mako shark and Ooh. or thresher shark. What? And it's Damn. fried in a batter, and it's like the size of my forearm, and it's fucking beautiful. Actually, thing. It's you know like what? When I went to Instant, I went to Instanata, I forget what this place was called, but it was like basically a patio, and there was like three guys cooking, and like there was this big fat guy yeah. on like board, and that was some of the best. Tacos I've had I've some ever amazing had. Like, shrimp fish tacos, tacos yeah. in Baja. I really do like shrimp tacos. I'm not a big shrimp guy, but shrimp tacos are fucking Dude, the delicious. Dude, the ones at Quisados are great. Non-fried. Obviously, you got non-fried. your Baja style, but I, I, I like I, the. I don't like. I'm not. I the. Fried stuff I can fucks with. Like fried stuff is yeah. what I, I mean, I Ricky's remember, is great. I remember going to Del Taco and getting a Baja taco, oh, which was fried shrimp and, oh, God. and and the sauce, Baja sauce. Baja sauce. Yep. Nice. Yeah. The traditional Baja sauce. The traditional sauce. Baja sauce, which I'm assuming was just crema like with like cilantro and yeah. some like salt and salt, with some salt in it. With some salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot take, salt makes shit good. Uh, well, Wes, thanks for joining us, man. This has been a real pleasure. Yeah. No, it's been great, man. I'll see you at your truck in like two yes. days. And hopefully at the restaurant in a couple months. Yeah. Fuck. So. No, we'll, yes. we'll absolutely be there. You'll Top see us. We'll opening. Be like this. Top opening for 2018. Yeah. It's going to be busy. It's going to be busy. Yeah. Shit. We got a full year. liquor license, full bar. Oh, all that good damn. Stuff. Oh, my God. Wait, this... What? Also... Yeah. I can get a margarita and eat a fucking taco? You can get a margarita on tap. Fuck. Yes. Also, I, I want to hit this, actually. I'm going to start camping out now. <laughs> I want to hit this before we go. I heard that you're going to put in a trumpa for Alpha store that is wood-fired. And that's that going to be the only one in Los Angeles. There, there, there's not one that's wood-fired like that in Los Angeles that I've seen. So there's it's true. plenty of guys who have it with propane that's fire coming right. out. Yeah, yeah. But ours is wood-fired that we're that's, working on. Is, is, there like tr- that's awesome. is there a traditional place in Mexico that would have that? Or is this like a whole new thing? No, no. In Mexico, there's many places that have that. Um, the only place that makes them in an industrial level would be the the Ritz Carlton in Istanbul. They have right, of course, they because have three that all came Schwarman. from that yeah. part of the world. They have three ah. wood fire big ones. Lebanese but, immigrants coming yes. to Mexico brought the al pastor, which means shepherd style, mm-hmm. like turning trumpa thing. Wait, are you telling me that brown immigrants make <laughs> this country great? Well, it, it was in Mexico, what? but brown immigrants make every country great. Uh, so, so yeah, that's especially true. With food. We're working on that. But so it would it is it going to be horizontal or is it going to be a large? It's going to be vertical with like uh, slots, like almost like mail slots. Right. Oh, so you the, everything just kind and of like sticks, in there? sticks in so there. So you're too. shoveling That's coals awesome. and putting them on kind of shelves, kind of, Fuck. kind of, and it's going to be. What what is the advantage of that as opposed to like having it horizontal? Um, well, it's well, more, you need yeah, it's you need the traditional. Traditional. It's more it's traditional. traditional. more like a rotisserie. I also, yeah. the yeah. fat drips down. You have the you have the pineapple. There's probably the fifty thing. million reasons why, right? Um, but I can't think of. I'm any, just like it's I good. Just wanted a toy T- that nobody tastes else has. Good Dude. food, mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> caveman, unga bunga. I'm fucking excited for 2018. Catch us drinking day wine, being positive, referencing The Simpsons, and hanging out next to that fucking wood fired trompa, eating fucking tacos all yes, day. Yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. 
Wes, thanks again, man. Thanks Wes, again, uh, guys. Uh, Thank you. Anything you want to plug? I mean, yeah. everyone Yo, buy, get, the book. buy 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 the book. Uh, you're on Instagram. We're, uh, we're on Instagram. DJ at Gorilla Tacos. Mine is at DJ Wes. If you want to follow me and my dogs and get out there. If you stuff. haven't been to the truck, you have until May or June to fucking pull your life together and have some of the best goddamn tacos I've ever had. Because it's life. literally everywhere. If you're on the west side, yeah. it's in Culver Venice, City. If you're like you, Culver you, City, you, 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 you Arts got it District, all going on. Silver Lake Wine. Come to those Thursday night tastings. Uh, those are those are fucking great. The Thursday night tastings are the are some of the best days. I come. fucking I I tacos going and a tannins. Lot. Tacos and tannins, baby. Ooh. TNT. I think Carl, us three are starting Carl a new just podcast. Got really excited. <laughs> us three are starting a new podcast called Tacos, Tacos and, and Tannins. tannins. <laughs> We're just house wine. Uh, follow Joel on Instagram at Joel David Miller. I'm at Carl Hess. the The pod is at Yap Pod. That's Y A P P O D. The email line is open. It's Yap. 42069 at gmail.com. Still the most ultimate email address ever. Right. Uh, Jump on iTunes. Give us a rating and review. It really fucking helps. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.